best friends and next door neighbors, Willow and Lillian, spill the tea on murder, mysteries, and other things that go bump in the night. So get your favorite teacup ready and let's get into it. Welcome to Cruelty Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me is Maris because Maris Monday. Hello. Hi. We're doing horny history today. Oh, boy. So you know who's horny or was supposed to have been horny? Oh, uh, is this a trick question? Cleopatra. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the last pharaoh of Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. This was one of... I went into this thinking thoughts and came out of it surprised and delighted. Well, that, that's good, because I know you know you just know a lot of stuff, so if you're surprised, then I'll be surprised. You might be. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's full of a lot of, basically, the, like, Romantic-era painters, and, like, Shakespeare and stuff really shaped how we remember Cleopatra. I, I went to art college, so I took art history, so I, I know that to be true. And all of that's probably bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into it. Yeah. So Cleopatra has quite the reputation for being a real big girl boss. All right. But did she girl boss too close to the sun? <laughs> that's, that's the question we ask today. I, I, I'm going to say probably. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> anyway. She's one of my favorite historical figures, and there's a bunch of myths surrounding her that are definitely horny and infinitely amusing. All right, let's hear it. But is any of it true? Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know. So ancient history is hard to prove things because it happened a really long time ago. Right. And to me, it's clear that we can't even really remember shit that happened like two years ago accurately. I know I can't. Mm -mm. And we're just going to cover the myths because they're fun. And this is not meant, y'all, if you are tuning in to get a deep historian's perspective Mm -mm. on Egypt or Cleopatra, you should move along. You should need to listen to NPR or something. This ain't it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Cleopatra was born around... 69 B.C. That is so easy to remember now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cleopatra's father was King Ptolemy the Twelfth. Uh-huh. Now, that's the Macedonian rulers of Egypt during that dynasty. Didn't his name, like, start with, like, a T? A P. A P. P-T. Ptolemy. Yeah. Okay. It's Ptolemy, but the P is silent because it sounds stupid to say Ptolemy. I'm going to say it that way. Please do not. <laughs> <laughs> People who listen to podcasts will get super fucking uh, bothered in their britches if you mispronounce things. Ooh, I'm going to super do... I think I've done that already, to be yeah, honest. You have. Yep. Pro- mispronounced a lot of stuff. Oh, boy. Yeah. So little is known about Cleopatra's mother, but some speculation says that it was probably her father's sister, Cleopatra the fifth. So she her Trophena. own aunt? Trophena. Okay. Um... There were like 12 Cleopatras throughout oh. all of history. This wow. is just the most famous one. I didn't know that. About. So it is Egyptian royal tradition uh-huh. to marry brothers and sisters. Yeah, they're super inbred. Yeah. But when people want to turn their nose up on it, I'm like, well, all of England, though. 
That's true. You are right. And like... In Denmark. World War One start because like Germany and Russia, they're, they're all related to each other. Yes, they weird. were friends for Nan and all that shit. Okay, I sort of know stuff. You do sort of know stuff. Yeah, cool. well, I, I, I watch a lot of TV. I'm going to get into some stuff that's said about Cleopatra that irritates me, and here's the first thing. And mm-hmm. that is there is some debate about Cleopatra's ethnicity. Okay. Like, um... Greek, question mark? She was definitely at least part Greek. Okay. But she might also have been part black African. Okay. And I don't know why people get really upset about it. It's fucking Egypt. There's Christian Africans everywhere. Like, what is your y'all's problem? It, they're like, right next to each other. They're right next to each other, you assholes. Right. And, like, I know Ethiopian kings and stuff dealt with, like, the kings of the pharaohs of Egypt. So, like, why is this, like, so controversial? I, I don't know, feel it is. I know from our history she's often depicted with pearls. No. No? Not at all. Okay. Well, I'm, I Like I said, I don't know why her having, being a person of color is a hot take. I didn't know it was. But, it is. Huh. Uh, but people get pissy that Cleopatra wasn't Elizabeth Taylor, I guess. Okay. But whatever. Doesn't mean she wasn't beautiful, though we'll get to that in a minute. Like it fucking matters, but apparently it does because God forbid she was sexy because she was like clever, intelligent, and charming. Nope, she either had to be hot or not, and we're going to get into that, that whole discussion in a second. So in 51 BC, her dad, Ptolemy, died, leaving the throne to some research says 17 years old, some 18 years old, but Cleopatra and her 10 year old brother. Ptolemy the Thirteenth. There's so many Ptolemies in this. Yeah, at least twelve. Confusing. At least thirteen. It is likely that they were married too, mm-hmm. because that was the way things were done back then. Right. And over the next few years, Egypt started to have like a whole bunch of fucking problems. Okay. They were in a big famine. Yeah. And they were in massive debt to Rome. Yeah. And that's not good. No. So her brother Ptolemy, and we're going to guess that it was likely her half-sister that used her 10-year-old brother, turned on her and exiled her. Oh. And Cleopatra, like, fled to Syria. And her half-sister's name was Arsinoe. Mm-hmm. Arsinoe? Arsinoe. That's, That's how pretty. It's a beautiful name. And... It was there in Syria that she kind of amassed her own army mm-hmm. so she could come back and claim the throne of Egypt. So they, she went to battle with her brother Ptolemy for control of Egypt in 48 BC. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, it was ruled by Ptolemy and Arsinoe. They weren't married. Gotcha. But they were brothers. It's so fucking confusing. So this is around the time, 48 BC, that Caesar was dealing with a civil war and his rival... Pompey, who sought refuge in Egypt. Ptolemy had Pompey killed, likely as a way to kiss Caesar's ass because Egypt was in debt to Rome. Right. There's just some family infighting. And here is our first horny myth. All right. Cleopatra wanted to seduce Caesar so he'd restore her to the throne of Egypt. While he was in Egypt, he was under intense guard, so she couldn't just rock up in there when her brother and half-sister wanted her dead and out of the way, and he Mm -hmm. had all his guards. So she had a servant roll her fine ass up in a rug and deliver it to Caesar. So she committed mail fraud. 
Yes. Okay. He was all sweet. That's a nice rug. Really ties the room together. Oh, there's a person in there. And then she rolls out of that rug, and Caesar is so impressed by her boobs and cleverness. That she lived. That they became lovers. Oh, man. He was like, girl. And she's like, yeah, I put myself in a rug so we could fuck. It have been hot in there. For real. Yeah, she survived. But is that really what happened? In short, no. Oh. I know. There were no rugs like the one described in the story at this point in history. And I'm not saying there were no rugs at all. They just weren't woven in that manner. No. And this was in, in paintings and like Shakespearean depictions and stuff like that. It's like a Persian or Turkish rug. Right. And I just wasn't those around at the time quite like that. Right. It's also a mistranslation that dates back to the romantic painters and novelists who misinterpreted what Plutarch wrote. It was likely a sack or basket that was used to hold linens, like dirty clothes. It was a mm-hmm. laundry basket. Mm-hmm. She snuck in in a laundry basket, gotcha. which is not as sexy as being no. rolled up in a rug. I mean, if she came out of there... I'm in your socks. Boo! Like a snake charmer or something, that'd be cool. Yeah. No. No, she just snuck in via a basket of laundry, basically. Clever. That's a cool heist. I feel it's really cool. Yeah. I think it's better than the rug story. It makes her seem cooler, somehow. I think It's a heist thing. Yeah. Pretty fucking clever. And that's the thing about her. She wasn't just some horny power slut. She was a smart bitch. I mean, if she was a a horny power slut, that's also cool. Also cool. We're very pro-slut in this house. Right. She knew nine languages and was a great strategist. So if you don't think smuggling yourself in a laundry basket to seduce a dude to take your country back for you isn't smart, then I don't know what's wrong with but you. It, but it totally worked, right? It absolutely 110% worked. See, she did, she did it right. Now we're going to talk about whether or not Cleopatra was hot. Because if you Google Cleopatra, like the first results are, but was she actually hot? I think that, wasn't there just a Roman, a coin? Like, that's all we could go off of or something? There's a lot of art of her, like tons. Okay. From the time period. All right. So, who cares? But I'm going to get into it anyway, because I guess. In short, hell yeah, she was beautiful. She wasn't white. She was Macedonian and black. She had a big nose. And I think that's where people are all, ew, she was ugly. And I'm like, thanks, y'all. I have a big nose. And, uh, you know, I have the Roman nose with the bump. It's hot. Agreed. And so did our gal, Cleo. And she didn't meet the Western standards of beauty, I guess, so she wasn't like Taylor Swift. But there's all kinds of standards of beauty we can have. It's Why subjective. It, it's subjective. And Western standards can lick my butthole. True, true yeah. They can. Yeah. Um, she was also described, she was like five feet tall. She was really short. But most people were at the time, I would assume. They were super short because malnourished or something. Who knows? And plump. She was chonky. We like that here. We're pro-plump ladies. Right. So she could fit in a basket, though. She could fit in a basket before she was small. Right. Just small and round. (laughs) But I bet she was super good looking. And she sounds like like she was fun, though. Like she was a fun lady. She sounds like she would be a good time at a party. She was a good time at a party. Yes. But more than beauty, she had a great amount of charm. She was described as charming and clever, and it was said she was so good at having conversations that this is what really put her back on the throne. She was just great to talk to. 
And I think that's underestimated how personality can take an average looking person and make them a super hot person. She had a hot personality. Yeah. Yeah. She was just super cool. Personality is everything, honestly. It is because we all get crusty and old. Yeah. I could get my face burnt off, but you'd still be attracted to me because I'm fun. Yes, that's true. Well, we met, like, through an MMO, so... You didn't know what I looked like. No, you could be the, an actual Torin. I was talking about Warcraft in case you're a normal person and don't know what the fuck we're talking about. And it's a, the Moo Cow people. And <laughs> it's the Moo Cow furries in Warcraft. I don't look like that. No, you are humanoid. In every way, yes. Yeah. 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 No I, tusks. I do not have... I wish I had tusks. That'd that would be, be cool. Could gore someone. That, I mean, I'm sure someone's done it as an implant. Oh, we're done. Okay. So people love to talk about what a tramp Cleopatra was, and I'm not even sure like what one has to do to be a tramp other than have sex. Right, which I'm sure she did. She did, because she had kids. So, I mean, there it is. She made relationships for political gain, but like so did Caesar and Mark Antony. And uh, former presidents. So, here's some fun facts about Caesar, Julius Caesar. He was so slutty that Romans made up little songs about how he fucked Roman to debt and to hide your wives because that bald bastard was in town and he had his fuck boots on. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> there were little rhymes and songs about put your wives away because Caesar's in town and he's gonna go balls deep in your wife, pretty much. <laughs> well, I love and that. And your sister and your mom and your cousin. I like that he wears boots. Oh, that's my little addition. Oh, damn. The fuck boots. That just means he's in town to fuck. I see. Caesar's always DTF. Gross. gross. (laughs) So Mark Antony was married five fucking times. So I just don't want to hear it. She married her half brother Ptolemy because she fucking had to. The old the olden times were just like the Kardashians. Oh, they really were. And then he was killed, so she married um, Caesar. And then he was killed, so she married Mark Antony, and he was killed. (laughs) <laughs> because, like, you were describing the early time Egypt trouble, and it just was the family was just warring at each other, is what you were Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. So, it was particularly the Macedonian, like, dynasty in Egypt that got really cutthroat and all about murdering your siblings and shit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It was like Egyptian squid games or something. Right. Yeah. So, I, I can definitely see how it's still happening today. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, like, we don't know Cleopatra's body count, so, like, everybody should shut up about it. It doesn't fucking matter. Politics were wild back then. It's just all the same. Oh, of course it is. So her affair and eventual marriage to Caesar saw her have his son Caesarian, little Caesar, not to be confused with the shitty pizza. Oh, I was thinking of, like, the birthway. Yeah, that too. She even moved to Rome for a while, but she didn't stay, mostly because Caesar was assassinated and she knew it wasn't safe for her there, so she returned to Egypt. Right. She ruled Egypt for 22 years, and in that time, Egypt saw like unprecedented peace and prosperity where it had been suffering under civil wars and famines for ages. So, like, she did it up. Like, Library of Alexandria was, like, her big crowning glory. and like, That's cool. Yeah, she was a badass bitch. She was a good ruler. Yeah. And she was very popular. Sounds like it. Yeah. Everyone just liked her. So that brings us to our affair with Mark Antony, Caesar's general. Caesar's death had left like a power vacuum in Rome. Uh 
and two prominent men, Caesar's chosen heir, Octavian, and Antony, who was a politician and a general, were fighting a civil war to fill it, pretty much, fill the vacuum. Octavian had financial backing of the Senate, but Antony desperately needed money to pay his troops. And once again, Cleopatra was like, here's where I come in hornily. <laughs> so I hate to like ruin a romantic, tragic love story, but their union was pretty much purely political. They didn't even like each other? Uh, it seems like they were at least really good friends. Okay. But like, this is not a Romeo and Juliet story. Uh-huh. Did she love him or Caesar? Like, who knows? It is rumored, like, and and historians pretty much agree, she she at least was very fond of Mark Antony. Okay, so she was at least fond of him. Yeah. And they were married, right? They did marry, yes. I think her suicide is seen as some sort of, like, sad devotion to Antony, but it, it wasn't. And we'll get into, like, why she killed herself okay. here in a minute. So Antony needed money, and Cleopatra was literally the richest woman in the world at the time. Mm -hmm. To stabilize Egypt and secure her throne, she seduced him, too. And they had three kids. Get it, And eventually got married. Right. I don't know what that was. Who? It was that bone you found in the woods for me. It keeps, like, attacking me. (laughs) You keep tripping over it. Maris found a bone in the woods for me. I also found a lot of morels. I don't know if, like, I told them earlier. No, you didn't. I've been looking for morels, and we live in, like, an area that has them. They're fancy mushrooms. Yeah, they're gr- and, and so I've just been looking and looking, and finally at the end of the season, I found some. You did, and we've been eating them. They're yeah. yummy. So Mark Antony used his military might to keep Egypt safe from Roman encroachment, and she gave him money. And he stabilized the region and killed her bitchy half-sister, Arsinoe. Oh, she had the coolest name, though. She does. And she was supposed to be really hot. Yeah. Like, she was said to be, like, Cleopatra wrote it herself. Yeah. That my sister is totally hot and it sucks. I wish it was as hot as my sister. Dang. Yeah. Another popular Cleopatra myth is that when husband Mark Antony killed himself, she killed herself, too, with a snake. Uh-huh. An asp, which is an Egyptian That was just cobra. in the Shakespeare thing, right? Nope. Nope. We'll okay. get into where that's from. Oh, dang. But she didn't. Uh-huh. Because those snakes aren't even, their, their bites aren't fatal unless it gets you, like, right in the neck. It was a vampiric snake. <sighs> Maris. What? So when Rome conquered Egypt, it's likely that Octavian let her choose her method of death to avoid public humiliation. Mm-hmm. And she especially didn't want to be paraded around, like, as a spoil of war in chains. Like, that would have been humiliating to her. Right, well, that would suck balls, yeah. Yeah, and eventually, she probably would have been, like, horribly raped and murdered. She didn't right. want any of that. No. It was likely she killed herself with poison. Okay. Either in, like, an ointment form or, like, a sharp object like a hairpin. Uh-huh. Because she had, like, a hollow comb in her fancy-ass weave. Cool. Yeah. That was full of poison in case she needed to fucking kill herself. And wow. God, right? Serious, Like, I don't yeah. want that job. No. And this is not because Mark Antony killed himself, but more because she kind of had no other choice. And she Sounds was, stressful. It was, yes. She was 39 years old when she died. Crap, that's, like, my age. Right? The most official account is that she was under guard after Antony stabbed himself in the stomach and died. That's awful. Slowly. He died Blech. super slow. Ugh. He tried to get, like, one of his, like, servants, Eros, to stab him. Mm-hmm. But Eros got upset and stabbed himself instead. Oh, my God. And then Mark Antony was like, fuck it, and, like, stabbed himself. But he did a bad job, so it took him forever oh, to die. Oh, that's so terrible. I know. It's funny to me. Funny? Awful. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. 
So <clears throat> Cleopatra was allowed to embalm him and then was told not to kill herself. Well, if you can't tell me what to do. Now I'm extra going to do it. That's kind of how she was, yeah. I feel that way. She did this anyway, and this robbed Octavian of his full victory. Ha-ha. <laughs> the snake bite shit started because she wrote that in her suicide note to Octavian. She's like, I'm going to fucking kill myself with this fucking snake, and then you're going to bury me in my magical tomb with Antony. Huh, well, I feel that that's cool. He even hired, like, snake charmers to try and suck the poison out of her. But it didn't work. Because she didn't kill herself with a snake. That is super dramatic. This whole thing, yeah. She was entombed with Antony. And, like, so I'm going to assume they at least kind of liked each other. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing about Cleopatra was when she decided to seduce a man, Mm -hmm. she did it up. With Caesar, it was a laundry basket. Right. But with Mark Antony, Cleopatra was equally crafty in her first encounter with Mark Antony in 41 BC. Uh-huh. Ordered to appear before the general in Tarsus, which is now Turkey, Cleopatra took her sweet-ass time getting there. Like, she dilly-dallied. hmm And when she did arrive, she, like, dressed herself as the goddess Aphrodite, and she arrived on a golden barge, like, tits out. Yeah. Her attendants were dressed as little cupids, and they were, like, fanning her. I bet she got the idea from her sister, her much cooler sister. No. I'll get to... I actually know where she got this idea. Oh, dang. And I'll get into that in a second. Whoa. Antony took one look at that, and he was like, oh, hell yes. I need me some of that. I mean, it would be really rude if you turned it down. Only you think this way. (laughs) Only you. So, here's... Like, some more little fun facts and myths and shit. Did Caesar really call Cleopatra the Golden Mouth? (laughs) Did he? I didn't know this. (laughs) Okay. Maybe is the short answer. Maybe he called her the Golden Mouth. I was thinking about Nancy Reagan and stuff. Throat goat. Oh my God. Like, a lot of people think it means that she was real good at sucking dick. Uh-huh. But it likely meant that she was really great at talking and she was, like, an entertainer. She had oh. a musical voice. We took it all dirty. I mean... Well, so did everybody. Like, oh. everybody thinks it means because she sucked that N- dick so No, good. I mean, she, like, she made Egypt cool for a while and, like, everyone calmed down when she was around. But I want to get into some historical context because a lot of people are like, in the olden times, they didn't talk that way. Oh, yes, they did. I believe you. And so, yeah, I looked into it and there's not really any like official recorded stuff. However, it's perfectly possible that an allegation like this would have been made and recorded somewhere. Hence how it got its start. What you have to understand is that slander and rumor mongering particularly when it involves sexy stuff, Mm -hmm. were really a huge part of Roman politics. Yeah, they had all those dicks all around, like, engraved in the wall and stuff. Well, in their writings, it's like tabloids, the way they talked about people. Nothing ever changes, you know? No. So, for example, another one of Caesar's many mistresses was Servilia Caponius. And they were certainly sleeping together. And, like... It came out that they were sleeping together because she tried to sneak him a love note during a tense debate in the mm-hmm. Senate. And they're like, read your note aloud, Caesar. <laughs> and she's like, I want to suck your big Caesar dick. Oh, my God. It was rumored that Servilia's daughter, Junia Tertia, was actually Caesar's daughter. And these rumors further got blown out of proportion 
to the point where Cicero publicly joked when Caesar bought some property at a low price, uh-huh. he was going to give it to Servilia, that he was getting a third off. And a Latin word for third is tertia, uh-huh. and that was, they were pretty much saying that Caesar was banging his own daughter. Ew. And that is just not true, because Rome, like, Romans hated incest. Okay. You could fuck literally children, like a hole in the wall, a sheep, a it was, tree. Do you think it's a cult? Because the Egypts that were all, you know, they were super, that the royals were intermarried. Was it like a cultural thing? Like Yeah, they'd like, always done that. Ew, those gross Egyptians, they yeah, do that? Yeah, ew, those brown people, and they're fucking their sister. Anyway, hold this sheep for me. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go have sex with children and then go to the vomitorium, and we're gonna poop <laughs> and we're gonna poop in public next to each right. other. You, yeah, you guys. I, I just thought you. it was a funny line in the sand for them to draw, given their lasciviousness. Right, everyone's gross. That's that's true. Romans were just foul. Yeah, that's true. Like you, oh, like you're one to talk, really. Yeah. Yeah, like wow, pot calling the kettle black there, Rome. Yeah, like they're they had slaves and stuff. And he was also involved with that girl's mother, so it just wasn't a thing. So Caesar was also publicly accused of being gay, or specifically of having traded sexual favors to an eastern king in exchange for being allowed to borrow his navy. (laughs) He's like, hey, bro, can I borrow your navy? And he's like, only if I get to come in your butt. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, you know what? Good deal. Oh, my God. Yeah, modern historians think this is probably not true also. But it was used in political ammunition by his enemies during debates later in his life. They're like, remember that time you took it up the ass to borrow a whole navy? I'm sorry, but that's impressive. That is very funny. It is very funny. I find this whole thing really hilarious. It, it's just... Uh... Oh, Lord of mercy. Now, as Mark Antony's mistress, Cleopatra was a very important like political target in Rome for Octavian's faction. So when they had to contest for control of Rome's territories. And it's true that Cleopatra was like portrayed as a cold-blooded seductress by like her enemies. Well, yeah, obviously that's like e- easy slander. And she was like using her sexual oh, prowess. Remember that time you like showed up in a basket? Yeah. Remember that bitch showed up in a basket? Well, I mean, that's fair though. She was using her wiles to make Antony forget his duty to Rome. And I mean, yes, that's she did exactly that. That was what the she whole fucking point. did. Yeah. yeah. As part of this, uh, somebody might have like heard a rumor that Caesar's pet name for Cleopatra was the Golden Mouth or something like that. And Romans regarded performing oral sex as degrading and humiliating, appropriate for prostitutes or slaves. And so portraying Cleopatra as doing that, mm-hmm. it's likely the nickname... Caesar didn't come up with it, mm-hmm. or if he did, it was a private joke between them mm-hmm. that got out of hand okay. and got spread around by her, her and Caesar's and Mark Antony's detractors. Well, they're they're all just talking shit all the time. They are talking shit and they're fucking everybody. Right. So I mean, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, this either happened or was alleged or, etc., to make like Cleopatra look bad. And because scandal-mongering was so common in Roman politics. One thing is for certain, though. Caesar's relationship with Cleopatra absolutely got him killed. Okay. Without a doubt. His child with Cleopatra was seen as a threat to Rome and a threat to his older son, Octavian. So he was assassinated. Yeah. So while the relationship with Caesar helped her, sure didn't fucking help him. 
No. But as I like to say, if he dies, he dies. Yeah, that's fa- yeah, yeah. He <laughs> should just like have calmed down. Boy, he really should have calmed down. The biggest mistake that he made is that he claimed Caesarian as his son. Yeah. Because like everybody knew that him and Cleopatra were fucking. Mm-hmm. He was married. Yeah, I mean, you Not said earlier Cleopatra. that he had a reputation. Yeah. So while Caesar and Cleopatra, they got married in Egypt, mm-hmm. but it, in like the Egypt way, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And the marriage was not recognized in Rome. Well, yeah, yeah they, they had like an Egyptian married. ceremony. Yeah. And that is obviously would be very threatening. So when she did come to Rome, she lived as his mistress and this pissed her off and she created a lot of drama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Caesar placed... Uh, this this didn't help, by the way. Caesar placed a statue of Cleopatra covered in gold in the Temple of Venus. <gasps> yeah, no, that's very that's that's causing drama. And so after that, she associated herself with Isis, the goddess of the moon, life after life, and motherhood. Uh-huh. And she often did this by dressing as Isis for ceremonial events, and often looked to religious prophecy to justify it, like some of her shittier. Like, She's like, well, actions. I'm a goddess. She did tell everyone she was a goddess. She well, was Isis's daughter. In addition, she compared herself to Venus, like, constantly. Like, they're the same entity, basically. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it's the same thing, and I'm basically this, so there. I'm basically all of beauty there is. I am so hot and smart and beautiful and good. Right. And Romans didn't like this. Well, no, that's, that's, you, you done got you that would lost be like, your mind. That would be like if I suddenly started proclaiming myself as the Virgin Mary. People would get real mad. Catholics would get mad at me. Yeah. They might kill me. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the reason why she came to Mark Antony dressed as Venus on a golden barge. She, she really thought she was thought Venus. She literally thought she was Venus, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Out of all of her kids, only Cleopatra's daughter, Cleopatra Selene... Selene of the moon. moon yeah. It's really cute because Selene is more of a Latin name. Yeah. And so she, it's Rome because it's a Roman. Mark Antony. Yeah. Yeah. And that's who she had with Mark Antony. She was one of one of she was twins and she had a paternal brother. Mm-hmm. Caesarian was murdered by Octavian, obviously after Rome after Rome conquered Egypt, and her other three kids were kind of like shipped off after her death and met with like probably bad times. Yeah. And like what? So. Like, uh, Cleopatra's daughter married some king. Uh-huh. And she did okay. And she, like, had a full life and had a kid and everything. So there's nice. someone out there related to Cleopatra. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So while there's so much more to, like, Cleopatra's life and history, those are the horny bits. Okay. And I don't think it's that horny. She just, like, she was a widow and then got remarried. Uh-huh. Are people saying that it's Well, because... she may have, like, you know, messed around in court and stuff, so... But there's no real... No one talks about that. They only talk about her relationships with, like, Antony and Caesar. She had a golden mouth. Maybe she's good at singing. Yeah, that's true. She could have been... That could have been referenced yeah. in singing. She was an excellent orator. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm 12. I'm, like, oral. <laughs> oh, weenies. Weenies, weenies. and mouths. Weenies and butts. No, that was Caesar for the Navy. Right. <laughs> he did offer but his butt. I'm gonna, so I've decided, we're not going to next time, but we're going to cover Caesar in horny history and just talk about his sexual exploits. There's definitely people only. out there related to Caesar, huh? Oh, 
Yeah. We'll also be covering Genghis Khan, who, like, fucked himself into the genetic code of half the planet. Is that a myth, though? Don't know. We'll find we'll out. We'll find out, yeah. Sorry, I had to wet my whistle. Yeah. Um, in addition, we're going to cover Catherine the Great. Right. Because she was said to be She real definitely horny. had wiener chairs. I want to cover Nancy Reagan because she was given the nickname Throat Goat. So, so you know she was a slut. <laughs> Nancy Reagan, slut. <laughs> but I kind of don't want to cover her because I fucking hate her. Right. Uh, she's a God. big piece of fucking shit and I hope she's in hell. Probably. Probably. Who else should we cover, y'all? You can give us suggestions for horny history. Now, the qual- here's the qualifiers. Mm-hmm. Did their fucking get someone killed or nearly ruin a country? Or is, is the rumor true? Or is it, like, bullshit? Like, she wasn't that horny. Calm down. Right. But that's kind of the qual. It has to involve a lot of fucking and, like, legends of their fucking. Right. Or it's not horny, is it? So it has to be horny to qualify for horny. For horny history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Otherwise, it's just fucking history. And That's not my boring. favorite subject. Very boring yeah. and dry. I actually do love history, but uh, I prefer the weirder, sillier parts of history. Oh, here's a fun Cleopatra fact that mm-hmm. I forgot to include. Her and Mark Antony like to go slumming and hang out with the poors. So they would dress up as poor people and run around Alexandria playing pranks. I just thought that was cute. I feel like rich people do that still. Yeah, they can kind of kiss my ass on that one. Right. Yeah. But I want to see if I left out any other... Oh, yes, I did leave out a a fun fact. Uh Uh-huh. Cleopatra thought that fragrance and scent was important in the art of persuasion, Uh or as I like to call sluttery. Yeah. And so she had her own perfume factory built. Oh, dang. Yeah, I really love that. I love perfume, and so, like, I wish I could have my own perfume factory. That's I kind of cool. am my own perfume factory. You are. In fact, do you, do you want to talk about the things that you have, all the soap that you make? I'm getting ready to do a uh, shop update with That's some cool. soaps, because yeah. it's Taurus season. Right. And I have my Taurus Zodiac soaps. Yeah. But I have a new thing, which is I make a custom perfume for you out there. Not you, Maris. How does this work? You fill out a questionnaire, and based on your answers, I carefully craft your own personalized fragrance. Questionnaire? What kind of things is on there? What's your favorite season? What's your least favorite scent? What's your most favorite scent? When were you born? So I can use, like, the Zodiac and stuff. So it's, like, really personal. That's awesome. Maybe I should get one for my friend or loved one. <laughs> it does make a thoughtful and excellent gift. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was really good. And it comes in a really adorable little tin, like a little gift box. And it comes with diffuser jewelry, which is where you can put the oil on your jewelry and it makes you smell good all day. Yeah. Well, that's really awesome. A little candle. Yeah. Some crystals. That cute. sounds cool. It's cute. You can get it on woolsandwinealchemy.com. That's right. And if I said that too fast, because it's a lot to say, you can check the link tree. And guess what else is on the link tree, Maris? What is on there? The fucking books that we wrote together out of the love of in our hearts. Talk about it. I mean, what is it? <laughs> this doesn't work when you know what it is because you wrote half of it. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm just trying really hard. Are you getting into it? At the commercial. Yeah, it's fun. We need some, like, The Sims shopping music in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, we're talking about all the stuff we do, because we're not, like, professional people in any way, but we are in weird stuff. (laughs) 
We're professional weirdos. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. So I mean, that's I'm just not telling our because our podcast is doing very well. So we've had people who probably don't know who the fuck we are, and I don't know either. But this is what we do. You don't know who we are? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I'm not going to say this in every Maris Monday because that'd be tedious. Mm-hmm. So this is the last one. I'm going to say it on. Okay. Which is we met on World of Warcraft. Yes. Like a decade ago. Yes. And it we, was like 2012 is when we met. Yeah. And we started like role playing like big fuck nerds. Yes. And we thought the stories were too good for World of Warcraft. And so we started writing our own novels together. Mm-hmm. And then in the process of doing so, fell in love. And that's why we're together today. Yes. And you can read these books, which sound really like corny and lame because of our cute little story. But they are violent, bloody, and naughty. Yeah, there's like one passage. We would you say it was like two thousand? Like, it was like something like nearly twenty thousand words of intensely erotic content. Yeah, so if you want to read twenty thousand words of intensely erotic content, however, <laughs> surrounded by like a million words of like bloody stuff and arguing and magic, meant love times and hatreds, hatreds and political stuff. Political? Yes. Political is my new favorite word. It sounds fun, like I could get tickled by, like, a senator. It's similar, yeah. (laughs) Caesar has has certainly done it. That's probably true. So if if that interests you, check out the books of Belshawara on Wattpad. It's free. You can. It is all free, free. and we are recording it with our voices, and that's what we're working on. We are working on a dramatic podcast, so I'll be reading the books, and we're doing voices, and there's music, and it's really fun. Mm -hmm. And there'll be illustrations. We are doing those, too. We are working really hard, so take this content we've created for you. For free. For free. I don't know I'm Irish. Suddenly, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) No, please, though. Please just go read it. Go consume it. Consume it. Yeah. I don't want anything from you. I mean, hey, if you If you do want to give us dollars for it, that is fine, too. There's something that... Like my PayPal links in the link tree. We have a coffee link, and that's where you can buy me and Willow and Maris a coffee. Yeah. And we support a local business when y'all do that. We go to a little coffee house that's like right by our house. That's true, yeah. Yeah, it's a small business owned by a really cute, like, 22-year-old girl. Yeah. So you can feel good about it. Yeah, it's all going to local small things here in Arkansas. Yeah, because we're too poor for big things. That's true. (laughs) But anyway, thank you all for joining us on this episode of horny history um i really i don't know i hate europeans but i mean i'm gonna cover them i really want to cover someone a little more modern this time okay that sounds like fun yeah yeah we'll figure it out yeah not bill clinton like i don't want to cover horny history if the person was a rapist right that's That's, not horny that's mean no that's terrible and gross and i don't want any part of it i don't want to glorify i mean but honestly like a lot of some of this stuff like they do do sexy time for political reasons yeah but it's still consensual yeah it'll be hard to to, i mean is it do it i I could do it i could do it all right i could do it so I don't know. It'll be... We only do one horny history a month because, like I said, I'm not a historian. We just do it when we feel like it, too. Also that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what next month's will be, but this is the last Maris Monday of April. Oh. What will we cover next time? I don't know. I want to get weird. I want to get weird. Okay. Men so in we Black? Did, we can we? do them. I kind of have done the Men in Black sort... Well, not really. 
Um, yeah, let's do the men in black. They're weird. They are weird. Yeah. I wonder if they're single. They're not. On the cryptid fuckability scale, are pretty high, though. Because they're people. Yeah, they're humanoid. Yeah, and they have, like, hands and a face. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, we've talked about, if you guys have not listened before, I have a cryptid fuckability scale. And I rate cryptids on, like, the level of fuckability they are. I rank Mothman pretty high, for example. But he's cuddly and fuzzy, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Flatwood Monster, I rank pretty low because it smells like you don't raw like egg farts. Big feet. Absolutely not. It is hairy. He doesn't wipe his butt. He stinks. I can't with that. I just go. Big feet is kind of at the bottom. I would say way down there. Yeah, right down there with Chupacabra, which is absolutely unfuckable. You can't fuck the Chupacabra. Uh. Uh. What about aliens? Are we right at a five? You're kind of in the middle. Yeah, I'd probably fuck one if you had to. Mm. (laughs) I'm done if it's offered. Oh my god! You need to tell me if. It came from God knows how far away Uh to fuck you. You will offer your Caesar. (laughs) I'm Caesar in this case. I'm like, I'm a fuck boots on. Let's do it. Yeah. Because, like, how often does that happen? It doesn't. So, like, that would be cool. Um, But, yeah, uh, men in black are just slightly above aliens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't, I don't know about the little childlike ones. I'm not, that's I don't not, care if they're like 300 not. years old. I can't no. be into that. No, that's weird. And it's not the shortness. I don't mind shortness. Yeah, yeah. Yep, no, I understand. Yeah, so I'm just kind of laying out with what, the What do you think about a goat man? What part of him is a man? <laughs> when <laughs> I think goat man, I is kind it? of think like a fawn or something like... Or does he have, like, a humanoid torso, like Mr. Tumnus? And yeah, like, that's what I think. Well, oh, that's high on the fuckability scale. Dang. But hold on. Does he have a goat dick or a man dick? It's a man in the middle. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll fuck the goat oh man. Oh, my God. I'll fuck the goat man. Oh. Um, that would go pretty high on the fuckability scale. I'm sorry to new listeners to this oh, show. Oh, no, they just need to, like, if this is your first listen, welcome. And uh, trial by fire, now you've heard it. It's a thing you've heard now. But you're going to be thinking about the cryptid fuckability scale. So when you're on, like, Facebook and you see, like, the Loch Ness Monster. It's just science. That's all it is. You're just determining which cryptid you can fuck and which are gross. That's how you do science and, like, how you know which mushrooms are good. Somebody's got to try it. Right. And I'll step up. Yeah. I'm not fucking Bigfoot or Chupacabra. You're really into, like, uh, the wheels and eyes, though. I know you are. Biblically accurate angels. You love them. I fuck all of them. It's crazy. They look crazy, and I'm crazy, and I think it'd be really fun. It'd be like a really weird DMT trip. It would be a really weird peanut butter sandwich. Because you don't know what's their genitals and what's not. It's a big surprise. No. I love surprises. So that's that's number one on your scale, huh? I do think Satan. Satan's number one. There might be the same thing. Satan can like transubstantiate to a hot dude, though. Or yeah, but then lady. he'll be a pineapple in the middle of it, and you don't want that. I don't give a shit. Oh, he ain't gonna do me like that. Spicy Daddy wouldn't do me like that. Probably not. No. I feel like <laughs> this is stupid. We've gone off the rails. <laughs> yeah. It's oh awkward now. I'm sorry, cruelty listeners. No, this tea party is insane. You know what makes me mad is that there's a political tea party, and now I can't use that. You can't, because they were from, like, 2004 at a bad time. They were, like, mega idiots. 
They they were very much like Trumpies. Yeah. They were the pre-Trumps, the Tea, tea Party Party, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. I will say this for some local fun gossip that the guy running for uh, sheriff in Carroll County, which is the county we live in, uh-huh. um, he went to like a MAGA rally. I watched that YouTube video. It was good. It was funny. It and was it was like the Tiger King. Yes, we've got our own kind of like local celebrity idiot. And he is just crying on YouTube and getting mad on YouTube, calling everybody an asshole. It's really good. So if you guys have never experienced a small town's Facebook page, just go look at what's happened in Carroll County and enjoy it. On, it is. From me if to you, you want small town drama and you were looking, you're not a from small town, there's one for you to look at. That's really, it's fun. There's like pictures of like, who let their horse in Walmart? There's like horse crap in Walmart. That it is that picture. insane, is like yeah. That. Yes. And we got our own Tiger King running for sheriff. 20 to 30 feral hogs at any given time. Yes. Yes, we got a lot whose of Whose dog stuff. is this? I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot of whose dog is this? Or what kind of snake is this? <laughs> I saw this snake. Right now everyone's <laughs> posting the morels and I am too. Oh, yes. Too. We'll see. We're, we're a part of something now. I'm posting my morels that I find in my yeehaw woods. <laughs> yes, you are. I go tromping around those woods every fucking day. You sure do. It's no one's property, so I'm not breaking any laws. If you are, who cares? The law <sighs> can lick my butthole. That's right. That's true. Uh, right quick before we go, do you know what next month's cruelty theme is? No, I have no idea. Mothers who kill, because, you know, Mother's Day, May. We, you, ours better watch out. They certainly better. I'm really not looking forward to it. Child death bugs me. No, that's terrible. It's going to be very sad. It'll be sad. That's why I don't like true crime. It's too sad. Yeah, Maris is too... His delicate sensibilities can't. It's just so depressing, I can't. I'm fine. Probably because there's something wrong with me. All right, y'all, thank you so much for listening. And if you want extra episodes, patreon.com slash cruelty has... That the exclusive episodes. I covered the Titanic conspiracy, which is the Titanic was actually its sister ship, the Olympic, that sank. That was so interesting. It's like one of my favorite episodes ever. And so go become a patron so you can get a hold of all that stuff. But otherwise, we love you. Bye. Good night. Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie Beats.